Rock Salt Radio. Be afraid also, tremendously afraid, for the day of reckoning is upon us. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. Me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Yeah, man, on a mission from God. It's Aaron David Patrick on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. ADP. We're putting the band back together. Forget it. No way. We're on a mission from God. And this week, there is no guest, Aaron. Oh, Just the house, band. the house band. The house band. The house band. I say it. There is a guest. Yes. You have, you have heard of me. <laughs> Jack Sparrow is here. Yes. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matthew to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Ah, the world's gone all topsy-turvy, Aaron. First you trade the Cadillac. You know, but it's Christmas season. Then you lied me about the band. Now you're going to put me right back in the joint. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. <laughs> you literally are dressed up like Jack Sparrow. You just do this randomly? <laughs> it took you so long <laughs> I to even yeah, look at your, both of you to look at your screen. And we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. I, uh, I honestly <laughs> thought you were just, you know, dressed as yourself for the day. <laughs> uh, I shaved for it and everything. Is this how you go to Christmas parties? Just dressed in a random costume? See, that's the thing. That's the you guys are the test run for my Jack Sparrow costume. I still got to get these. Uh, these. Uh, uh, you guys, you guys, strike out the band sound. <laughs> New at twenty three. We're working on timing for Aaron and Patrick. <laughs> you were in the middle of something. <laughs> what were you in the middle of, brother? Pirates. <laughs> pirates. You do like the pirates, don't you? I, just pirates in general? Um, not just pirates in general. Well, maybe just pirates. Yeah, just pirates in general. How about the Pittsburgh Pirates? No, they suck. Okay. Uh, maybe I just have an affinity for pirate culture. Pirate culture? Like yeah. sailing on ships or the... Uh, uh, more the uh, raiding, pillaging, and plundering. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to go there. That was my go-to, but I wanted to see what you had to say. When's the last time Still you put on coffee? black guts out. When's the last time you put on a costume, Dave? Every day when I go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. man. All right. So we're getting near the end of the year, um, and we're going to jam-pack another couple of shows. We're off next week, right, Aaron? Yeah. And uh, Patrick's got stuff to do, and that's okay. I don't have anything to do, but I'll find something to do. And then we got the Christmas show, and then we got the year-end show. So, Yeah. We do do have... We do have a, a guest for our year-end show, um, Save in Darkness. So we're looking forward to that. Oh, awesome. Well, we're yeah. going to do, uh, today, we're going to do uh, our Thanksgiving Day weekend wrap-ups. Uh, we'll ch- we'll talk about Striper. I want to do our Spotify wrap-ups. I know you don't have Spotify, Patrick. Just make it up as you go along. I will. Okay. I thought you had Spotify. You have Apple? I do. For, I, do I do have Spotify for artists, but I mean... I don't, I don't have like a like a uh, where I'm gonna go and listen. Okay, I'll, I'll get that fixed for. Sucks. I'll get that fixed for you. Okay, I ain't listening. It, well, it, then you can just listen to your own stuff and maybe you'll get paid. <laughs> 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 just put it on a loop nonstop. 
See, here's here's how how desensitized I've gotten you guys. You guys didn't even ask for an explanation of why that I'm dressed in a costume today. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, like, just oh, Patrick. Patrick. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. Why are you dressed up today, Patrick? Because next weekend is the Christmas, the family Christmas party, and the theme is Disney. Oh. So, uh, gotcha. Caribbean might. So uh, you're going as pirate. How about uh, your your lovely wife? What is she going as? Uh, she's going as my lovely wife. Oh, okay. I didn't know Recipe. Jack Sparrow was married. Uh, no, he's not married. Hmm. But I got to have a winch. Who? <laughs> Don't play oh. this show for her. Uh, oh man! <laughs> oh, what are the what are the kids going as? Um, Abby's going as Belle. Okay, and Eli's just going as a two year old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Disney fan. Get him a uh, pair of mouse ears. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a Disney fan. Perverted mouse. See, Patrick dresses up enough costumes for his wife. <laughs> That she that she doesn't have to wear a costume. You do love your costumes. How many costumes do. do you have? With this pirate costume, I think that's seven I've got in the garage, or seven in the house right now. Are you going to have to buy a, a new double wide just for all your costumes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll store it next to my moonshine. Yeah, there you go. I, uh, I, you know, I know what it's like in Kentucky. They haven't heard of foundations. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh man oh you know we're so sophisticated out here in california (laughs) just yeah you guys pass laws that a 50 year old man can have sex with 10 year old boys uh, yeah what's that about oh man Ooh, right out of the shoot you know i try i said i was gonna try to keep this non-political i was gonna try to get away from the politics on the show that's a a moral issue though too we are gonna get into moral issues later yeah because uh yeah, this whole Balenciaga, or however you say their name, they're not even worth knowing. Who cares about them? But, uh, man, I saw those pictures, and I was disturbed, and I redlined. I was so angry that I wanted to get my hands on the photographer and the parents of those kids and go, what are you doing? Anyways, now I'm on a rant. We'll yeah, get back, back to that later. Back, back to your uh, Thanksgiving Oh, Thanksgiving Day wrap-up. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start with you, Aaron. What'd you do for Thanksgiving? I just went to my mom's house, and my mother-in-law came over there, and both my boys and my youngest son's fiance and my wife were there, and we just had Thanksgiving dinner. I watched uh, the Cowboys win. Um, It's always a great Thanksgiving when when they win. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Uh, You know, it's always a a crapshoot. I might hit... Or, <laughs> yeah. Well, the last four years you could have hit that, and, been after it. and so it's uh, nice when they win. Um, so a day of football and, and food, it was fun. How was your How was your Thanksgiving, Patrick? Well, I just went over to Aaron's mom's house, and you know him and the wife and the kids and his boys they all sit around at eight and watch football. You know, <laughs> hey, Aaron, did you watch any Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> No, but I, I did. I, we just went over to my mom's house, and we just ate and watched football. Literally, that's all. What I mean, what else are you going to do? Well, well, the next the next day, though, I'm going to tell you. The next day, I went out. Our church has a uh, turkey bowl, and uh, you know, I, I'm not going to play because I might get injured. But I officiated the game, and it, it was a lot of fun. You know, people just come out from the church and uh, play flag I football. So wish I- 
so wish I played flag football with your church because I would have mowed down some blue hairs. (laughs) (laughs) Mowed down the blue hairs. Hey, hey, you know, but out here, get the hammers out. But out here in California, get the hammers out. Out here in California, the blue hairs are a totally different thing. They're like in their (laughs) twenties. Um, I was actually having that conversation with somebody the other day and I, I said, you know, the blue hairs. And I, then I had to correct myself because we all know that's an old term for old people. Um, nowadays it's literally 20 somethings with blue hair <laughs> and I don't judge people for the color of their hair. I used to dye my hair, but, uh, I, I did, uh, well, I did the, the Val Kilmer bleach blonde cut, you know, from Top Gun. I was going to ask for uh, what you did for Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I knew what you meant, Patrick. I didn't. I thought we were on the hair thing. So, well, um, for actual Thanksgiving Day, we crockpotted a turkey, which I was just ecstatic about. I mean, that totally made my day. It's little things when you, you know, get past the age of 50. Um, I woke up early and threw a turkey in the crockpot. Seasoned it a little and left it alone for How seven hours. How long does it have to cook in a crock pot? Seven hours. Really? Yeah. On high? On a crock pot? No, on low. You don't want to put it on high. You dry it out. Well, well I mean, is it a thawed turkey? Is it a frozen bird? What? No, it, it was thawed. I took I took it out on like, um, well, I don't he, know, he Saturday or Sunday. in the morning. He, you know, went out back and uh, grabbed himself a turkey and... <laughs> And killed it and skinned it. You know, I have it in the crock pot. I have actually you're gonna have to done work that. On that accent, if you're moving out here, Aaron. What? <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to work on that accent if you're moving out here. Well, you know, I actually have killed my own turkeys for Thanksgiving. Uh, the uh, guy I used to work for in Reno, he used to do a turkey kill every year. He was a rancher. He did a turkey kill every year. So all year. I fed these turkeys and uh, or helped them feed. I don't want to say I did it, but I helped them feed turkeys and stuff like that. And then uh, the day came and I went, so how do we do this? And he goes, you run up and you grab them by the neck and you just bring them over here. But you got to get them by the neck up near the up near their head, because otherwise they're going to flop around and they can really hurt you. And uh, I did get a turkey talon in my leg at one point. But yeah, you grab them by the neck and you take them into this trailer. And uh, we... uh, we gassed them. We gassed them first to knock them out, and then you... You farted on turkeys to kill them? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why sick. they had me there. <laughs> that's sick, baby. That's so what sick. else? So you crock-potted turkey? Yeah, we crock-potted a turkey and uh, just hung out, watched TV, and, you know, uh, my friend Daryl was over, and his son came over, and we just hung out, and it was... Uh, that's how I like them. Just really nothing going on. That's how I dig it. But did you fart on the turkey before you put it in the crock pot? No, they would. They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me, and uh, I was very disappointed. But you know, I understand. But uh, you know, and then we were in great anticipation. I had to go back to work the next day, and and we worked a half day. And uh, I, I will, I will say this: I, the place that I work, we went in. And we worked a half day, and the boss showed up with lunch for everybody, and it wasn't just like Costco pizza. It was good stuff. And um, when everybody was done with lunch, uh, they were like, well, lock it up. Let's go. <laughs> and I was like, I'm out of here then. You head into Saturday, I went to this con, and this was our big uh, This was our big to-do. We, we had been planning months for this con. You and your son, Shane. 
Yeah, excuse me. Um, because it uh, it was it gets a it gets a little pricey. You've been to cons, Patrick. You you know what you know. The cost. Yeah, that dude ripped me off for a stereo behind Walmart one day. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> uh, well, I, yes, of course does, I've been to Dave, cons. Look at D- me, Dave. He does look live in kentucky you know you know you could have been at the con let me show you some of the pictures from the con then i'll tell you some of the stories from the con um let me uh, pad for me here while i share my screen while you get technology Mm -hmm. on us Uh i think it's technically savvy savvy. yeah that's that's it (laughs) all righty did anybody catch Uh, my pirate terminology no (laughs) was that harry potter harry potter did you say harry potter yeah, that's what I said, Dave. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So we went to we went to this thing called Fan Expo. It was the first one and they did it in San Francisco and they uh, they're doing them all over the country too. Uh so we took a lot of pictures of uh, some of the some of the best cosplayers that I thought. Here's the Mandalorian. Can you guys see my screen? Yes, yeah. I can. All right. So there's the Mandalorian. And um uh, this that's guy That's a really sick costume right there. I'm telling you, I mean there was a lot of cosplayers there oh, that, that's not a statue that's someone in there oh yeah that's wow. a dude wow. yeah that's a dude what do they do aaron um now uh, i'm gonna skip because i want to come back to another one this dude I, I he is a samurai vader and uh i'm gonna say this dude put a lot of money into this costume because yeah, it was aaron, since aaron's more of a sports guy and really doesn't understand the comic-con culture both these two individuals that you've seen in these pictures so far um aaron that's what a 60 year old that lives in their parents basement still looks like. <laughs> that's how they have the money to pour into these costumes <laughs> um yeah and that's probably how he could afford it i don't want to disparage anybody he put a lot of work and effort into it it's a great costume um, it is. and uh it was very well done now here we go. I loved this guy. And uh, I hope uh, I hope he doesn't mind me sharing the picture because I never asked him if I could share this. But um, J. Jonah Jameson from Spider-Man. Nice. And, and my son, Shane, when he took this picture, he walked up to him and he goes, uh, hey, do you mind if I take a picture? And he goes, you're supposed to be giving me the pictures. <laughs> True J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> So uh, that was very funny. We all got a big laugh. I got to say, Dave, that was a pretty good uh, JJJ impression. Right? You're supposed to be giving me the pictures. (laughs) Um, This guy, I love this guy too, and I think you're going to love it as well, uh, Patrick. Boom. I don't know how I split the screen like that, but uh, But there's Tony Tony Stark. Hey, that guy pretty pulled off Tony pretty well. He, he looked just like him. Um, now, I did not include the picture that I took with Tony Stark and uh, Hawkeye because I'm making a goofy face in it. I have no idea why. But um, uh, the guy that was dressed up as Hawkeye, you would have thought he was Hawkeye. I mean, he looked dead on like this, dude. This guy was dude, funny. I'm dressed as a pirate, and you can't show a goofy face that you had in a photo? Uh, this, Come on, no. dude. Uh, but this dude, uh, I ran into him a few times. I always kept, called him Mr. Stark, and he thought that was hysterical. So. Yeah, there was a song written about Dave. Um, I think it was called I'm So Vain or something like that. <laughs> <whatever it was. laughs> 
Don't you think this song is about you? Don't you? Don't you? Yeah. Yep. All okay. right. Um, I'm going to come back to this picture because okay. there's a little story that goes with that. That was one. a great costume. That was not a costume. Now. Oh, he looked like a real person. Here's uh, my son and I doing the, the Jedi mind trick, right, with an R2 unit. And uh, there was a company there, and I should have gotten their name. I didn't. There was a company there that makes, and they were making them while we were there, fully functional R2 units. How much? $25,000. But And you still got to use the remote control on that thing? Yeah, but it is the real deal. The head spins. It lights up. It makes all the noises. All the ports open up. Um, it was really cool. And uh, did I include? Oh, I didn't include the other one here. I don't know if I can frown any harder. Um, why? Because I mean, if you're paying twenty five thousand dollars for that thing that you're leaning on so willy nilly, like it doesn't matter, like it isn't twenty five thousand dollars. That thing better pick locks. It better be showing me Princess Leia telling me that I'm the only freaking hope. It better be doing everything that R2 does without me sitting here going, this number. <laughs> well, I, I feel you there. And uh, all I could say is if I had like Elon Musk money, I probably wa- would have walked out with a few of them. But because they had, uh, I don't have a picture of it here, but they also had the Imperial R2 unit that was all black, which actually looks cooler than R2-D2. Yeah, because he's in his, my favorite color. Yeah, black. And you could put, I, a, you could put a headband on him. You could make him Jack Sparrow. Headband. All right. And, uh, well, we'll run through the rest of this really fast here. Um, the... Uh, um, this is what we went down to the con for. This is Kevin Smith and the clerks from uh, the cast from Clerks. And yeah, I'm uh, sorry, but I'm going to skinny shame Kevin Smith right now because that dude needs to eat a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, he's very skinny. He's vegan now, so he had the heart attack and that kind of he put away the cigarettes and and uh, and the meat and he went vegan. Um, what a nice guy! When we walked up to him, he was greeting everybody with a hug, which was uh, the dude. Some people just give off a vibe of um, calmness and serenity and love, and this dude did. And uh, he was very nice. All these guys were great. Uh, they they just sat around and talked with us all day long. Now, Kevin and Jay, they're busy guys. Lots of people lined up to see them. But all those other guys, uh, we were hanging out with them most of the day. And they were just great. And uh, the dude on the uh, left there is uh, the guy that plays Randall. His name's Jeff Anderson. And uh, my wife was like, you need to get a picture with Jeff Anderson. So I uh, went up to Jeff and I showed him the text of how my wife uh, just thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced cheese. And um, he said, get her on the phone. So he got on the phone with my wife and she was having a bad day. And then she uh, texted me afterwards and she said, you know what? I feel much better now. I have great. That was great. So it's all about putting smiles on people's faces is what I, I took out of it. So this is a lot for you, Patrick, because I know you uh, kind of dig this stuff. There is my Kevin Smith uh, movie Funko um, and signed by all the cast there. We met Billy West. Is that the one I got you? No. Okay. It's no. Different. Okay. That's a different. All right. Um, th- we met Billy West, and I'm going to come back to that because he did something cool for us. 
we picked up this one, Wayne and Garth. That's sick. Isn't that great? All right. Um, I did take Come my... On. I already had a Kevin Smith Funko that I bought at a previous con for like $15. So I took it to get it authenticated by Kevin Smith. And uh, so I set it in front of him and I told him, I say, hey, I bought this for 15 bucks at a con. And I just wonder, is it real? And he goes, dude, you scored. That's totally my signature. I was like, right on. Uh, my son picked up this Funko and I figured you would absolutely love it, Patrick. It's nice. Simpson, a Homer Simpson heading into the hedges. Um. There's another picture of the that one. And so uh, I know we're running a little long here. So let's hit the Billy West stuff in the next break. And we'll okay. do the Striper stuff. Okay. All right. It's the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Aaron, Dave, and Patrick. Savvy. This is Chris with the band False Star. You're listening to the Rock Salt Musicast Experience with Dave and Aaron. I hope you enjoy the show. Sweet baby little lambs of God. Rock Salt Musicast Experience. Aaron, David, Patrick. ADP. Thank you. <laughs> this week, uh, I saw Michael Sweet from Striper post this on his uh, Facebook. Uh, my Striper album ranking as of 22. And uh, I don't know if this is worst to first or first to worst. Oh, it's got to be... Um best to least or uh best to worst or whatever because uh, uh against the law is by far their worst <laughs> album <laughs> that, that is uh oh that's oh. not even like that's that's probably worse than his uh his second solo album he did michael sweet yeah it was bad you know i really want to get him on the show yeah <laughs> It was it was on Benson Records. Oh, and it was horrible. well. That's all. You, that's all you got to say. It was on Benson. <laughs> it was horrible. And what? And where is Benson now? Oh yeah, they're out of business. <laughs> now uh, we have probably the biggest Striper fan in Kentucky, in Patrick Rivers. Right. That's right. I will stab you in your face because <laughs> I had to scroll back to our text messages right here. <laughs> I initially responded to your uh, let's do this on the show and I and my exact quote and I do quote unpopular opinion striper sucks and they always have <laughs> <laughs> and so we'll, we're gonna let uh, we're gonna let pa Patrick go last on this one you and me and we'll tag team this thing all right okay uh, I'll I'll hit first with because I'm just gonna go top three okay okay keep I have, it simple I have a top five list okay. all right you got a top five I'm just gonna go top three uh, because these are probably my three favorite striper albums uh number one would be uh to hell with the devil bingo I think that uh, they really figured it out by that point and uh of course my one of my not just my favorite striper song but one of my all-time fa favorite songs calling on you is on that album uh, my number two, my number two is uh, Yellow and Black Attack. That's where I first heard Striper. Somebody gave me that cassette on Enigma Records. And I was like, what is this? Oh, and all I was listening to, my mom would not let me listen to anything but Christian music. So all I was listening to at the time was, you know, Petra and Steve Taylor. So Yellow and Black Attack was like a slap in the face. Then, um... My, my number three would be Soldiers. And uh, I, I know people love 
their version of Battle Hymn of the Republic, but every time I hear it, I cringe. It is still cringeworthy. It's funny, but uh, it's still a great album, and I would love to drive that van. I'd like that parked in my driveway, please. <laughs> That's a cool van. With the gun turrets. <laughs> I think Patrick would even drive that van. <laughs> would you drive that? Would you drive that to gigs, Patrick? I absolutely would not. <laughs> what if it would what if it ran? <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Oh my gosh. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, Aaron, what's your what's your top five? Um first would be to help the devil. But by far their best album. Yeah, I think yeah. it's their best. Um and then the album you probably have one of your worst. Uh uh, in God We Trust. Number two, mm. I love that album. Yeah, I hate that album. Yeah, Soldiers in the Command are, is uh, number three. And then I like the new album, The Final Battle, and then I would probably go with uh, Fallen after that. And so I love that song, Yahweh. It's, it's, it's a Striper classic to me, and that's it on the album. And, and then right, I mean, 5A and 5B could be... Um, uh, uh, He's got a 5A and a 5B, Patrick. Well, yeah, it, of course you, you have to include <laughs> uh, a Yellow Black Attack. I mean, just a, a raw album. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. And so I I, I found it hard that, that Patrick didn't like Striper, but I, I can understand, you know, uh, music and food, you can... You know, some people like it, some people don't, and that's well, okay. And that's when Patrick texted me and said they suck, and I went, this is great. This is what I want. Yeah. Because I want a counter to uh, to what we have said as far as being Striper fans. By the way, which uh, which album is the one with uh, Make God Great Again? Is that what it's called? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, make Love Great Again. I yeah, Make Love Great Again, something like that. That that's yeah, I like that album, but uh, not in my top three. Patrick, what's your feelings on Striper, and do you like any of their stuff? Um, actually, I'll give you my list of, 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 of the top five, and it's going to be in the form of feces. Dog, rabbit, deer, <laughs> gerbil, and um, human, I guess. I have to throw a fifth one in there. But, uh, or Just we, not a Striper sounds? fan at all. But, the sounds of dying rabbits, like they sound like babies crying, um, uh, nails on a chalkboard, um, an obese man in a Porter Johnny at, at, at a sweaty concert. Uh, <laughs> oh. I mean, we can go, but literally, I mean, and it's like musically, it, I, I find the music amazing. And I think this is where, where it comes into play for me is because as a lyricist, and I'm not saying that I'm freaking um, Edgar Allan Poe of music, um, but lyrically, it is just, it's cheese. It, it, it's cheesy words, cheesy lyrics, cheesy enunciation. It, it's all just cheese to me. And that, that never, that has never resonated with me. And that, that's not just Striper. That's with, um, I, I just multiple bands from the eighties and nineties where it's just, I cannot get into the music if I can't get into what you're saying. And so, uh, well, that's kind of what I said about the battle hymn of the Republic. The, the, the song as Striper does it is so cringeworthy. It's funny, but I know people love that song and I can't figure out why I love it. See? So 
I don't know why, but Sometimes it's. I feel like it's just making music just to make music. Like I feel like Skillet here. Let me go ahead and step on some other toes. I feel like Skillet. They sometimes just they, they go through the rhyming dictionary. And they don't find worry, Dave. Yeah. We're not big enough to have yeah. those acts. We're not on, getting so. any of these acts yeah, here. Okay. So just <laughs> let go. we're stuck with three days <laughs> under. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's just it's, that's just my issue. And so whether it's well, valid or not, no, it's I, my I find it interesting and. Uh, uh, I find it interesting from the standpoint of, well, you're in a band. You write lyrics. You write songs. I don't do that stuff. I listen. You see, what I find interesting about it is, like, in my genre of the Christian rock, people were like, they almost get offended that you're not into Striper because, oh, but they're like the the forerunners, and they you should you should endorse. No, I, I shouldn't. I really shouldn't. I don't have to. I don't have to delve into this this style of music. I mean, just to. Uh, no, uh, you know, the um, music's subjective. Can, can I phrase it this way? You respect them as artists, but yes. you don't enjoy their artistry. Dude, like you like you said, I mean, they've been around for 30-some-odd years. And so, I mean, they, they've done something right. So, as artists, yes, I highly respect what they have done, what they have accomplished, uh, what they have actually done for the Christian uh, music genre as far as the rock and roll goes. Now, do I appreciate their music? No, I don't. I appreciate Oz Fox and what he does on that guitar. Oh, I yeah, mean, he's I, I amazing, isn't he? I, I appreciate Michael Sweet and the notes that he's able to hit and the way he's been able to sustain, especially as it, at his age, because the older you get, the, the more these vocal cords they start to give out. The voice gets weaker. You can't hold court. You can't hit notes that you used to. Look at John Bo, uh, uh, Bon Jovi, for, for instance. Yeah. He tried to go on tour to try to sing his old his old hits. He couldn't last three days, and it was hot trash. Yeah. Sweet's out there grinding the pavement day in and still selling out stadiums. So, yes, there's something to be said for them. I just think their music sucks. That's fine. It's music subjective. Uh, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Me, me you and can Dave send have... all hate mail to riverspr79 at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, me and Dave have talks. I mean, I, I am... I have never been a Beatles fan. Um, I'm not a huge Beatles fan, yeah. but I... Um, now, you're a huge Metallica fan, and, and to me, they only made one good album, and, and that's it. <laughs> oh, Maybe the one they're getting ready to come out with is going to be their next good album for you. Oh, there. have yeah. you heard that new song? Have you no. guys heard that new song? Have you heard it? No, I haven't. I didn't know they released anything yet. Oh, it came out on, like, Tuesday. It is fantastic. Probably... I'll, I'll check it out. Probably their best stuff yet. Uh, now, I'm... Justice for all. Mm. Well, I my favorite Metallica song is Fuel, and that came off of some of the hated albums, right? Oh, dude, so, yeah, you have no standing here. Oh, stop! Give Fuel is a great fire. song. Give me that what you desire. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ooh. What a burn! Ooh. You know, uh, Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go be much man. That's, but that's so great about music and sports and food and all you the discussions you could some people like it some people don't it, yeah. it you know it's uh i was texting back and forth to patrick last week i i watched the steelers cincinnati game and some people just wouldn't like that type of game and i was like man three yards and a cloud of dust and just a lot of really hard contact and all that i mean they don't like each other and so but it it's great football, and so uh, some people like it, some people don't. So that's what's great, and, and, and yeah. And so uh, again, um, 
a striper's not ever for everybody. Either the Metallica or the Beatles. It just depends. Yeah, of who you like. I like Metallica. I just think that whole Fuel album was a. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that bar. one was off a of Reload, and yeah, no, that is like probably one of the best songs on that album. I I don't remember everything on the album. I just wondered if like uh, what was the James lead singer for for yeah. Metallica? Yeah, would, would would yeah would put out his you know top albums and. And and put something at the bottom. You know, Michael Sweet was pretty, you know, he was pretty honest. Like, hey, you know, that album, uh, I forget which one, the bottom one was. Uh, uh, above the Law. Above the yeah, Law. Horrible. horrible. That thing was horrible. <laughs> yeah. That was like Kiss taking off the makeup, unmasked, because they got rid of the yellow and black thing. Yeah. And I was looking at this going, what is this about? Where's the yellow and black? Where's the, the 80s? I, it's all gone. Uh, you know where I despise the Pittsburgh Steelers so much, maybe I just hate Striper because of their color scheme. <laughs> ah, see, there <laughs> you go. It. There. I mean, maybe it's deeper than just so, so bad it, lyrics. Black and yellow tack, it was like, oh, this is out of here. Yeah, there you go. Running yeah. over with the car. <laughs> Running over with the car. <laughs> well, uh, no, I'm sorry. He's in Kentucky. Get the horses and stop <laughs> it out. <laughs> <laughs> Get the mud bogger. Yeah, I was about to say it's the ATV, Aaron. Sisk, <laughs> <laughs> you go out there and you fire up that four wheeler, and we're going to run over this black and yellow attack trash. Well, where's the key, honey? I mean, I, uh, I see, I was going to do a little improv with you, but <laughs> I was going to do a little improv with you. But, uh, oh, yeah, thing. it's all good. Um, I was going for, there is no key. You just stick your finger in there and it start up. This is hot off a of stolen market. <laughs> I got it at one of them cons. I went to behind the Walmarts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to wrap it up here. We'll come back and we'll hit uh, Spotify <laughs> wrap ups and, uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I might have to give Aaron the Heimlich. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm better now. <laughs> it's the Rock Assault Meese Cast Experience. Thank you. <laughs> hey, this is Steve from the Word 66. I am hanging out, rock and roll preaching with the dynamic duo Dave and Aaron here on Rock Salt Radio. Rock Salt Meese Cast Experience. Aaron, Dave, Patrick, and Jermaine. Yes. <laughs> Tricord. ADPJ. Uh, it's like a PB and J. Worst oh sandwich God. ever. <laughs> We're a PB and J. That's so cool. <laughs> Ooh. Oh man, yeah, I knew uh, this was a good idea. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it was a great idea. I'm glad to see you, Jermaine. How are you? Pretty good. Can't complain. All right, we're inter we're interrupting Jermaine's lunch, but that's okay because we're big <laughs> we're big celebrities. <laughs> he took our call that's right um if, well Not these guys again let's let's address the elephant in the room uh jermaine uh, what do you want to know about patrick <laughs> yeah i gotta figure out what's what's up with the, the captain jack sparrow thing ah but you have heard of me hmm <laughs> I'm actually really upset at how much you look like him. <laughs> Me too. I'm very envious and jealous. <laughs> actually, like I was telling the guys earlier, next week is our uh, family Christmas party. And this year it's themed Disney. 
And I said, I'm not going to miss, miss an opportunity to go as Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> are you, the, you guys are my test run. Are you guys, are you the family member that has the best costumes at these events? Uh, it's between me and my cousin. Because my cousin's my partner in crime. Okay. And a couple years ago, we did an elf thing, which I didn't dress up for. But he came straight up as Buddy the Elf, and he was he, he nailed it. Nailed it. No. So, yeah. Well, uh, curly hair and all. Curly hair and all. He had a wig. <laughs> I, I Like I was mentioning earlier, I think Patrick just has a whole trailer full of costumes. Like, like your wife's going, how come I don't have any room in the closet? <laughs> She's like, how come we can't eat this week? I got to buy my pirate costume. <laughs> Hon, the baby needs diapers. <laughs> Why is the rum gone? Oh, oh, we love you, Jermaine, and we had to bring you in on the fun. That's what it was all about. Where are you eating at today? I am at the Cracker Barrel. Oh, you know, man of the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yeah. I love the Cracker I'm sweating, Barrel, man. I'm sweating every time I come here. I'm like, man, the food's good, but I'm, I'm sweating. But look at all these white people. <laughs> well, it is called the Cracker Barrel, so <laughs> uh, what are we referring to the Cracker Barrel. You thought it was because about it. You thought it was about, you know, saltines and stuff. No, it's about white people. <laughs> Cracker barrel. Uh, I, I see who I, got I, uncomfortable first. It was completely Aaron. Yes, yeah, I can totally see it's Aaron. <laughs> I'm not I didn't make you uncomfortable, did I, Jermaine? No, okay. absolutely not. Dude, I can't don't care. No. I literally I literally think it's a hilarious thing. At every show, I always make a black joke just to watch everyone's face. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's always like, like Aaron just was sinking into the seat like, oh, I want to laugh at it, but I don't know. And then I'm always no, like, no, no, it's okay, guys. A black no, make a joke. You can laugh at it. He doesn't want to start coughing again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Oh. Um, I think that's hey. why me and Jermaine get along so well. <laughs> our sense of humor is so we don't care and it's like oh be offended if you're gonna be offended but here we go hey uh exactly hey so what's That's good it. at the cracker barrel i i've never been to one i Dude, love the cracker chicken dumplings breakfast oh the dumplings chicken dumplings are legendary here the my favorite is the chicken fried chicken uh, oh, that's i get the good chicken too. fried chicken with the turnip greens and the uh hash brown casserole Sometimes oh the hash brown the casserole is so good Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, that's breakfast every time. I've never what, been. What's the what's the breakfast, Patrick? You got the you got the old timers breakfast. Uh you I mean that's the one I think I always get. I think it's called the old timers, but it comes with like three eggs and some grits and some biscuits and gravy and then the hash brown casserole if you choose. Or you can get some the uh, the country boy or something like that. It comes with like three different meats and the three eggs and the but I always get the extra biscuits and gravy. Because I'm a biscuits and gravy connoisseur, and connoisseur. Uh, now, now I'm now I'm starved to death. Well, I'm I'm on clean eating life. It's chicken, grilled chicken and rice for the next what is it, twelve weeks? So uh, I I do have to ask because I don't see earbuds in your ear, Jermaine. Uh, All right, can everybody hear us? Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's just Are what you I wanted. In one of the rocking chairs. <laughs> yeah, I'm in one of the rocket chairs. Nice. Awesome. 
<laughs> well, you ought to take us on a tour of all the crap they got for sale right now. Oh, could you do that? That would be fantastic. Oh, dude. Okay, that's a bet. Give me a second. All right, let me take. We'll pad for you. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that people actually heard my Cracker Barrel joke. <laughs> I wish they would. I really hope they did. Everybody at the Cracker Barrel at 1 p.m. on a Sunday or a Saturday, except for Jermaine and his old lady right now. You know, Jermaine, if uh, you make it out here or if we make it out there, we all are doing a show from the Cracker Barrel. (laughs) Okay, okay, I'm going to flip the camera. All right. Ah, in the doors. And here we have our awesome s'more. Oh, man, okay. Select merchandise, 25% off. Oh, it's oh, Christmas time. It's Harry Potter stuff. Hi. Hi. Hey, pull in one of them old people and ask them their thoughts on that helicopter. Yeah. This is my favorite section. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The, the jams candles? and jellies? I'm, I'm obsessed with candles. I oh, the candles. 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 Okay. They don't have a cell on these. Stupid Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I never saw that coming from Jermaine. His favorite thought of the Cracker Barrel is the candles. I didn't even know what to make of that. You notice I didn't even make a joke. Bath and Body Works. Did you see how clever I was with how I said that? What's that? I said, did you hear how clever I was with that? Yeah, I did. I do like that (laughs) Scooby-Doo shirt up there. How much is that? Why do they have a random Scooby shirt above the Grinch? (laughs) I don't know. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I I like the Scooby-Doo shirt. Bro, I love the elf. The oh. elf and Christmas Vacation are the two best Christmas movies. The blessing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I used to have a bunch of clips of uh, Christmas Vacation that I would run on uh, on my radio show when I was on the radio. And one of my favorite ones was, you couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> hey, Jermaine, do me a favor. Hey, okay, let's see how many people we can fool. Grab some random person there and ask them if they want to be on a Zoom call with Johnny Depp. Oh, fantastic. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Doing it. Doing it now. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me see if I can keep a straight face. Oh, come on, ladies. <clears throat> You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, one more. One more. I'm going to try to ride this. I'm going to get one of the workers. Watch this. Oh, perfect. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, oh, this is about to be great. All right, let's see. They got to look like they like Johnny Depp. You got to say, like here's what you got to say. Um, I'm on a Zoom call right now with my friend, Johnny Depp. We're doing a podcast. Make sure they know that you're doing a podcast so they can't sue. Yeah, right? exactly. Let them know that we're going to use this. Hey, guys, I'm doing a podcast right now, and Johnny Depp's one. Would you guys like to talk to him right now? I'm serious. <laughs> That's serious. It's just. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm I'm borrowing I'm I'm borrowing my friend's um his Zoom. His Zoom. This is a podcast. He's one of the random people I can get. <laughs> They're smart. They noticed it. Yeah, they they picked it up right away. Patrick, you got to change your name to uh, to. I got to figure it out. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. (laughs) 
Um, no, 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 no. You know what you do? John Depp. John Depp. That's what you do. Change your name. Yeah, Patrick, change your name to John Depp. There you go. John Depp. <laughs> I'm his dad. I'm his dad, John Depp. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, not Johnny. It's his dad, John. Hey, you guys want to be on a podcast with Johnny Depp real quick? <laughs> oh, say hey to him. Hey, Johnny Depp. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm sorry. We love you guys. Yeah, we love you guys. I love the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> barrel. Barrel of crackers. <laughs> <laughs> that dude was like, oh, hello. <laughs> that actually is him. <laughs> you, you know what you should do if we do this again, uh, Patrick, is you should just uh, go, yeah, this is how I dress all the time around my house. <laughs> yeah, that is my daily attire. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was. Please, God. Hey, Jermaine, we have a more important question um, to ask you. Um, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh. Is Die Hard. I was saving this. No, no, I was no. saving this, but go ahead. Okay, Jermaine, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, yes, oh, it is. It is. It is not a yes. Christmas movie. It right. is not a Christmas oh my movie. Gosh, it happens in Christmas time. That does not make it a Christmas movie. It makes it a Christmas movie. He's at a Christmas party. He takes a Christmas bear to his Christmas wife that gets attacked and kidnapped by the Christmas terrorist. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's not a Christmas, and movie. it has a Christmas song in it. Oh. And and the limo driver is listening to Christmas music the entire time. It was released in like July. And his sweatshirt, the first guy that he kills, says, ho, 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 now I have an automatic, now I have a machine gun. Which is the maybe the best part of the movie. I uh, I think yeah. I might get a sweater like that to wear around California and just see what happens. What? Oh, <laughs> oh, I have a machine gun. Yeah. I see. Up against the wall. <laughs> Up against uh, the wall. Oh. It's a stop and frisk. <laughs> they have those? That sounds like a very bad fast food chain. Welcome to the stop. <laughs> oh my gosh how may we accost you today <laughs> hey, hey patrick when i when i move out there patrick, when i move out there we ought to open up a like a uh a, a mini corner, mark. A mini mark. Mini mark. Stop, stop and frisk. And, and we can, no, we because can... then you get all the people in Walmart running for, <laughs> running for days. People ain't touched me in years. I'm here for the stop and frisk. <laughs> what is that? Oh, Where man. Are you What's that? What is that? Clear you frisk. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, I, I, I just had an idea and, uh, I I'm being completely genuine. If I make it out there, Jermaine, I want to just spend a couple hours in the rocking chairs outside of the cracker barrel with you talking to people as they walk in the door. <laughs> But only if you play sitting on the dock of the bay on repeat. I would have the best time because I, I literally, I have no shame. So, 
I just do whatever. Well, you're the hey, lead you guy in a band. You can't have shame. I find it comical to try to say and do things to make people feel uncomfortable and embarrass them. Uh, it's literally a challenge. Uh, our sister band, Crimson Overtone, their drummer, I make it my mission to get him to say that escalated really quickly every time we meet. And I say he was off the wall, uncomfortable stuff. He gets so uncomfortable so fast. You know what? Um, like what I do to Aaron every time I get on. I try to, I try to get him to, to either shake his head or make that. That dad, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm ashamed of you right now. And then every once in a while, he crosses the line, and I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. Uh, like the face Aaron's making now. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually watching a little bit of the, the TCU-Kansas State game, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's going to be so great having Georgia versus Alabama and Michigan versus Ohio State in the college football playoff because – it's just two leagues at that point. But that's what I'm Ohio thinking. State plays Michigan. Oh, yeah. that would be. Oh, that would. Jermaine, have yeah. you ever played the? Uh, have you ever played the Shatner game? Do you know what the Shatner game is? I, have, I, I know you, what the Kevin Bacon game is. Uh, I don't nah, know what the Shatner, nah, nah, okay. Shatner game sounds like something after you eat Taco Bell. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> no, the Shatner game is uh, when you're out with some buddies and you uh, and and they go, you know, they say Shatner. And you suddenly have to talk like Shatner. So everything is emphasized. We can't stop here. <laughs> exactly. Um, go back into Cracker Barrel and just talk like Shatner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And just watch people's faces. <laughs> How much is this? Uh, who are you? Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. Grab the Scooby shirt and go, How much? For the Scooby shirt. <laughs> War speed, Mr. Sulu. Hey, uh, Jermaine. Jim, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a Scooby <laughs> shirt. Damn. Jermaine, who you at Cracker Barrel with? Question for you. How much for the Harry Potter? That is a dumb question. I am uh, a waitress. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's great she wasn't having that at all dude. yeah she didn't care you're gonna get kicked out of the cracker barrel we better stop while we're at <laughs> i'm gonna show if i gotta go eat all right man all right have some uh hash brown uh casserole i love you guys uh love you too jermaine hey, thanks for jumping hey, thanks, on thanks for jumping on thanks for coming on man See ya. All right. Uh, you know what? I had something completely different planned for that break, but that was fantastic. We're going to wrap it up here. Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Aaron, Dave, Patrick. Dave. <laughs> Hi, this is Jermaine with Tricord, and you're listening to Rock Salt Musecast with Aaron and Dave. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Aaron, Dave, and Patrick. R-A-D-P. <laughs> I might have to record that for a 
Oh, bumper. Yes. Um, so everybody's gotten their Spotify wrap up uh, 2022. I always like to look back and see how my musical tastes have changed over the year. Um, and I, like the first year we did it, Aaron, uh, um, it was all just straight secular rock music, mainstream rock music. The next year was a little more christian rock music and this year it it's a more of a 50 50 for me this year uh you guys want to is that a knife what is that it's they, a belt Dave. oh i just saw this long you okay. californians don't know what weapons look like do you <laughs> he's got a belt um <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me, let, me, let me share my 22 Spotify wrap-up with you, if okay. you don't mind, all right? Because uh, I think that, uh, Patrick, this is, uh, this is not appropriate, man. It's happening. It's happening <laughs> Not <right> appropriate. <laughs> um, there's some surprises in my wrap-up that I, they'd even surprised me. So um, I'm not sharing the screen. We're just going to play the audio. So uh, here it goes. I do my like David Lee Roth. So, uh, this was clearly one of the. I do like this song. Uh, this year you ventured into the genre verse. The what reverse? The genre. Genre verse. I listen to it a lot of different genres. And the song that's playing in the background is um, Supertramp from uh, Breakfast in America. Goodbye, Stranger, which I just love that song. It's just a great song. It's about a guy that's, uh, he's just kind of a, a wanderer. I listened to 94 different genres this year. Rock, new wave, Christian rock, alternative metal, and punk. What was your top genre? Rock. Okay. Which is, I put my Spotify on when I'm at work, and I just let it sit there on my desk and roll. Yeah. So... A lot of this is just because these were in my liked songs and came up. Some are there for a reason. Mine was rock, too. Okay. And I said I listened to 69 different genres. Okay. Uh, Well, from sunrise to sunset, he kept it interesting. Melancholy, joyful, courageous. Uh, This is a band called uh, Red Sun Rising. I believe is the name of the band. Um, and they did a cover of Alanis Morissette's Uninvited, which is better than the original, in my opinion. You seize the day with amped mellow fun and embrace the night with hardcore mayhem. Amped! <laughs> uh, all that listening added up. This is the Black Crows playing back here. I got 51,753 minutes and 22 that's because I leave it playing on my desk. Yeah, I, I had twenty three thousand. Yeah, see, uh, but you're you're actually doing a uh, manual labor type job, right? Yes. Yeah, see, I sit at a desk. Um, with one song, it was love at first listen. <laughs> Panama. Is that your first song? Number one song? That's my number one song, Panama, okay. which is it shouldn't be a shocker to anybody. Who is this? I'm extremely disappointed in both, that, well, you so far. I'll, I'll get to my disappointment in Aaron in a minute. All right. Uh, here's my top five from five to one. Goodbye, Stranger from Super Tramp. 
to be with you from Mr. Big, which I went, oh, that's got to be on a random because that's not one of my favorite songs. Um, Conquerors from Saved by Scarlet was number three. Number two, Three Days Under and Shadows. And then Panama was number one. I thought thought I'd get some, like, wow, that's cool, man, but I didn't get nothing from Patrick. Oh no! You just took away my disappointment in you, David. <laughs> <laughs> you know, next you know next year it's going to be bring out your dead, right? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping. See, that's what I was. I looked at our Spotify for artists thing, and like none of like in in a month we had twelve thousand streams for that song alone. That's the first and only song that we have that's reached over ten thousand for starters, but it didn't it didn't register on the uh, Spotify for artist thing. So um, maybe it just didn't get in there in time, or maybe it's rigged. Hmm. Savvy. All right. Continuing. All right. Your year can't be contained in the playlist, but we tried anyways. Of course, there's Layla from uh, Eric Clapton there. Uh, gave me a hundred songs that I might like. I can't imagine why this is on there. <laughs> uh, it, apparently, I'm a big Van Halen fan, if you didn't know that. Uh, I also like you too. And uh, you like these artists so like much. Too, All right. <laughs> So uh, here, my, here were my top artists, starting at number five, Three Days Under. Number four, Depeche Mode. Three, Metallica, two, U2, and one, Van Halen. So, you know, the way I look at that, Patrick, is um, that's good company, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think that's fantastic company. I think uh, Brindley has big shoes to fill. There you go. And Bring Out Your Dead is the cover that uh, art that they have on this little picture outstanding i think that's set as our um our um picture for for spotify anyway oh maybe that's why that's why uh it says i spent ten thousand six hundred seventy eight minutes listening to podcasts this is kind of why i wanted to get into the dive uh, the dive of it the deep end dive into the deep end is what i meant to say uh because aaron does listen to podcasts i listen to podcasts do you do you listen to other podcasts, uh, Patrick? Yeah, mostly. I, I listen to things mostly on Rumble, though. Okay. Um, well, once again, Spotify is easy for me to just sit on my desk and walk away. So I didn't know, I didn't know Spotify had a uh, podcast option. Where do you think we are, brother? Oh. <laughs> Where's the rum? <laughs> Why is all the rum gone? <laughs> now I know. Where's <laughs> uh, the rum gone? Yeah, so... My, uh, that would be uh, hardball in the background. So my top podcasts from uh, four to one, because I don't listen to a lot of different podcasts. Uh, number four would be the Joe Rogan experience. Number three, uh, number three, a little podcast called the Rock Salt Musecast experience. Um, and by the way, when we made up that name, it wasn't because Joe Rogan, by the way. Uh, number two, Reasonable Doubt. That's the Adam Carolla and Mark Garagos podcast where they talked about court cases and stuff like that. And number one, uh, Aaron, you want to take a stab at my number one podcast? Uh, Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino. 
I'm surprised the feeble egos didn't make your playlist. Yeah, maybe next year. I'm working on that. All right. Um, yeah. Hey, I, I should say thanks to Dan Bongino, it says. Um, and I had layers like an onion, but you listen to music unlike an onion. Time to meet your listening personality. And this is uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's impression that I get. Yeah. yeah. I was the adventurer. You're a seeker of sound. You venture out into the unknown, searching for fresher artists, deeper cuts, newer tracks, especially gems yet to be found. Exploration, newness, variety, and uniqueness. You know, I was at a warp tour and I met Dickie Barrett of the Boss Tones. Oh yeah. And that guy was just a jerk. Was he really? I was um I was probably 18, 17 or 18 years old, and I met that guy. And uh that guy was just pompous. He was just better than there. I mean, it was it was horrible. But I got to saw social distortion. I got to see the boss tones. I got to see real big fish. Yeah, um, no doubt was there. Wow. See, you you just named off three bands that I have never seen and would love to see. No doubt, Real Big Fish and the Boss Tones. But the Boss Tones broke up, so no chance of that. Uh, you know, I don't foresee, uh, no doubt, doing a reunion tour because, you know, she really doesn't need the money. And um, Real Big Fish, they're still around, though. Are they? Yeah, I believe they, uh, I believe they came through Sacramento not too long ago. Well, I then do you don't have an excuse for not seeing them. Yeah, I, uh, well, you know, I don't go to this venue. I don't like the venue, so I don't go there. Uh, Aaron, what about you? What do you got there? You well, want to give a truncated version? Oh, just uh, my top five songs. All right, what's your top five songs? Um, All Joy, No Stress, the remix with uh, uh, Dadashi with, uh, from Rhett Walker. Okay. Uh, Burn For You from Geo is number four. Number three, this surprised me. But um, I played this song a lot when it first came out. Uh, Bandit by Stonewall Static. I oh, okay. That. I love yeah. that song. And then... Uh, I like Give Them give a Metal. Yeah. I and, really and, like that song. And, and one of my top, just, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, I, I wasn't expecting a whole lot from this performance in concert, but it was a great show. Uh, <laughs> uh, my top two songs, uh, Judas and Fozzie, and then... Uh, uh, a remake from the 80s relax uh he did and i realized why that was number one because it was my alarm you know <laughs> and so and so actually aaron standing in his living room in his fruit of the looms <laughs> watching aew when chris jericho comes in judas in judas in my mind <laughs> uh, is that his walk-in song yeah oh I, was I, it i, I didn't know that I arena i mean they stop playing the song and the crowd finishes the chorus. Oh, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, awesome. It's as I told you. I think you should cover it in concert. I think any live uh, rock band. Yeah, you gonna okay. I I just I, see, I really I dug when he did this live. Yes, and then when yeah. he did he did Fozzie live. It was yeah. it was great too. So you mean Judas? If we ever open for Fozzie, we're just gonna learn all their songs and play their set before they go on. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the only time you're opening for Fozzie. Well, uh, I think. Uh, but we did open for him. Uh, you know. Uh, well, there's room now because GFM is uh, disbanded. Gone. And so, what? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait a minute. Newsflash. Where'd this come from? Yeah. They, um, what are the sisters fighting? No. Um, no. They what? just. They just called it. 
Yeah, they uh, one of the sisters dropped out earlier this year, and so they yeah. had to fill in. And then the other one dropped to pursue more of a, a podcast type deal. And um, the other one, she's still pursuing the music career. Yeah, Mad so was, they just wanted to do different things. Yeah, which I expected sooner or later that they would. All right, so yeah. in about five ten years, we'll be seeing a GFN reunion. I, I think so. Uh huh. You know. I give it a year. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> Again, you don't, have, you don't have that kind of following and fan base, and then just to say, I'm going to go do podcasting. Yeah, it doesn't. Be- I, I don't know. That's it, none of that makes sense to me. I it mean, didn't like they just deeper. sign? Didn't they just sign? Yes. Yeah, something doesn't add up here. But she, but she is uh, the 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 main singer. She's, she's still doing her thing, Madeline Rose, and so that's the that's her kind of uh, artist name. Yeah, but so, Patrick, I, stop me if I'm wrong, because you probably have a little more uh, insight on this. Uh, if you just sign a deal with a label, regardless of what that label is, um, they are signing a deal for the band, not the singer. Uh, uh, individual, lot, correct. Uh, yeah. I, I would I would say you're wrong. Um, a lot of the label is signed, like the lead singer signs with the, with the label. That's it's usually one or two people that sign with the label. If you look it up, I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. I yeah. just say none of this I'm seems to sure add up. Didn't happen with um, with uh, Timberlake and the Backstreet Boys. Timberlake he was he was a Backstreet Boy before he was a uh, JT. So. Yeah. Yes, but I so. don't know. Just something doesn't add up here. I, it's it's uh, yeah. the whole thing's I weird. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we need to get I, in the mystery machine, head down and talk to the girls in GFM to find out what's up. I need my Scooby Doo T-shirt. Yeah. And a and yeah, a and a and a neckerchief. <laughs> it's called an ascot. Oh, sorry, an ascot. <laughs> that, uh, that was my findings when I did uh, Christian music easing. That some of the bands would tell me that only one member or two were signed to any record deal. And it so, just seems odd to me. I, I don't understand how that would even work because yeah. there is no way that I per like a, a label would approach me. And want three days under, and I be the only one that signs. That doesn't make sense. Well, what if the other members decide to leave? They then we wouldn't sign. But then we wouldn't sign with that label. Well, you know this. This is the thing, though. Is is look. These girls didn't just decide yesterday that oh, I'm going to go podcasting. And by the way, um, we all know there's a million podcasts out there. Uh, give a paying gig for a podcast? I don't know about that. Um, give up a tour with Fozzie for a paying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure. Um, there was no mention they weren't going to complete that tour. It's just that this time they're taking a break. So they could they could complete that tour. Maybe that's why band. Seventh Day jumped in on the tour. It could. I don't. The I don't. Thickens. I I don't know. They got to fulfill the contract. Uh, yes. As I said, she could be the only one signing on that deal, and she's going to be there. I don't know. As Madeline Rose, I, I, I don't know. The whole thing seems was, odd. I'll just tell you what: if I was a band, I would sign. I would sign Patrick Rivers, who plays in Three Days Under, to the deal. I would not include Jamie or anybody else. In but it. I don't no think Patrick would sign that deal. Okay, I understand I that. But the, see, the label thinks. There's only one person that's going to stick this thing but, out. But that's that's uh, that's what has destroyed so many bands. And yeah, anything anything that we've ever been offered, it, it's always 
everybody has to sign on the dotted line. Okay. It has a slot in these bunk contracts for each individual to sign in moving forward. Yeah. I mean, if, if this show ever became Joe Rogan big, which I'm, you know, I don't want to disparage, but I, I'm not on a level of Joe Rogan. Um, if they came to me and said, well, you know, Dave, we're going to have you sign. You could put whoever you want on the show. I'd be like, no, because that's not the show. Yeah, I understand that. It's not the show. I, I've got a, I've got a theory I'll, I'll, I'll share with you two off air. Okay. Well, okay. let's uh, get back into music here. It's a uh, rock soft newscast experience with Aaron, Dave, and Patrick. Yar. This is Ralph from Reborn, and you're listening to a rock soft newscast experience with Aaron and Dave. Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Aaron, David, Patrick. <laughs> ah. Yeah, Patrick's a little busy playing Arkham Knights or something like that on his PS5. And uh, Zoom's well, really... you because you're freezing. Yeah, Zoom's real choppy. I'm going to wrap this thing up. Aaron, you guys, uh, Aaron and Patrick, you guys have a great weekend. You too. And... Uh, Christmas party. I got a Christmas party to go to tonight. Oh, nice. All right. Patrick, you have a great weekend as well. And uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk again in uh, two weeks. Jack Sparrow. Savvy. But you have heard of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go get yourself some rum. Happy trails, everyone. Happy trails.
lots of nice presents from Santa Claus. Woo! Jesus is a friend of mine from the start to the end. Right down the line, he lightens my load and calms my fears. I'm happy to say that after all of these years, Jesus is still a friend of mine. That's right, brother. <laughs> <laughs>